It's time for Seminal Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, headliner questions on Seminal Headlines about to happen, but first we have to off the cap to the great Dr. Birch in Birch Orthodontics. Happy to say, no fault of their of theirs, that I have not had to see Dr. Birch in the better part of like 10 days. <laughs> kind of a miracle for me. It's, it's, it's like a, I, it's a good I'm run. longing to see Dr. Birch. Mm. I feel like we should all go over there. Corey, when you're back in town, buddy, I think we yeah. should go over for a preseason kind of a, a pep talk from Dr. Birch. I mean, I want to talk a little football with her. And, uh, you know, can maybe- I call her? Can I call her Heather or do I need to call her Dr. Birch? Well, you her call her Heather, right? It is. Ollie you... Knower is Dr. Birch. I don't want right. to, uh, I, I thought her name was Heather, but yeah, because she, she's not one of those people that like, Hey, I didn't go to med school for seven years for you to call me Heather. Call me Dr. Birch. She's not one of those, right? Or do you call her, how, do you do call her Dr. Birch when you see her? It depends on what kind of respect you show upon first meeting. Like, you know, right. if, if, or, you know, I, what did I call John Thrasher? Well, you still call him Mr. President, Mr. President <laughs> so, Thrasher, when you refer so, to him. I call him President Thrasher. So, yeah, yes. I call her Dr. Birch. But, man, that's just because inside of me, I'm still 12 years old. Right. So everybody's sir, everybody's Mr., everybody's Mrs., Dr., President. You've never uh, once called me Mr. That would be odd. It would. You're right. Maybe I'll he's start. Old, he's older than you, Corey. It would be strange. People, people I don't know. I'm still, still the 12-year-old kid who threw my Frisbee in their yard. And I'm, I'm asking uh, if I can get it back. But no, man, uh, Dr. Birch and her staff are incredible. Great people. Do tremendous work. BirchOrthodontics.com. My kids went there. Jeff's kids went there. Corey's uh, future stepkids step have gone, I've gone there. there. That's right. Gene's yeah. kids yeah. have gone there. Everybody's yeah. gone there. So your kids uh, and family members should go there as well. And uh, they just do tremendous work. Free consultations, payment plans, and uh, just the best in the business. BirchOrthodontics.com is the website. Uh, call them now. And tell Heather that uh, Seminole Headlines sent you and you get free braces for a year? No, that's not true. Oh, okay. No, I couldn't, I'm gonna I couldn't read right. the fine print on that memo. Corey, I'm going to call her right now and say that. <laughs> Corey just, told me. <laughs> just saunter in. Heather, Corey Seminole told headlines, me. Seminole Headlines said. No, just Corey told you. all know, Heather, it's a Tuesday, and me and the boys got together to perform yeah. another stirring rendition of uh, Seminole Headlines in – it occurred to me after Corey made note that the public, who's not me, <laughs> gets a year off of braces <laughs> if they just mention some little headlines. So here I am, you know, mentioning <laughs> <I'm> a host. <laughs> just kind of curious, you know. Yeah. Uh, let's get to these uh, headliner questions. Here we go. Burke writes, do you think another year in the system for the defense will manifest itself this year in a more consistent an effective defense, or will fingers continue to go from our eyes to fuller? Um, well, I think getting better players in here, Burke, uh, will certainly help this defense. And it starts with that defensive line that we bring up every time we talk about this defense. It better. Look, man, it's a, it's a show-improve year for the defense. Adam Fuller has at his disposal, and you can, by virtue of that, look at the other coaches, too, on the staff that you might have two fingers to your eyes, two fingers back to them. What you have to have in order to be consistently good on defense, and that is a group that can win in the trenches. 
You have an elite defensive end that's going to go in the first round if he stays healthy. You have another guy on the other side that can be all ACC and may himself be a guy that can make the leap to the NFL after yeah. this year. And you have a ton of interior defensive linemen with size and strength and are all, for the most part, NFL bound, especially if Daryl Jackson gets his waiver. If you have that and you're not good on defense, we got a problem. And you, you have a ton of experience in the secondary. You went out, got an all-ACC cornerback in Fentrell Cypress. You've got right. an eighth-year starter on Akeem Dent at safety. you got <laughs> you know two fifth, six-year guys at, at linebacker. Um, you know, yeah, you better so, be good. So yeah, I mean, like I, I am, I've defended Adam Fuller in the past because I don't feel like it was fair to judge necessarily schemes sometimes or execution when you don't have very good players. Well, now they've got very good players. And so, yeah, it's got to happen. I mean, uh, to your point, I, it, to me, it's not continuing the two fingers to your eyes, two fingers to me, I would be beginning that because I felt again, last year, I didn't feel like they played bad. And I think even with a lot of injuries, I thought they played pretty well. But this year, they should take a def- definitely a big step. Yeah, agreed. And it's interesting. I said this uh, on the wildly popular Jeff Cameron show on Monday. Hey, look, I like Adam Fuller. I think he knows football big time, big time. I mean, you sit and talk with Adam Fuller, man. You come away really impressed. But it's not a like contest. I mean, they they got to perform, and they're trying to win championships. I think they will perform. I think they'll be good this year to Iris point, but if they're not, and they don't close a great class over there on the other side with recruiting as well, people are going to be pissed. They're going to want somebody to get fired, period. That's just the way that's going to happen. Whether we think it's fair or not, that's the reality of it. And frankly, I think some of the criticism will absolutely be apt if they struggle. Again, we don't think they're going to struggle. So, I like to you keep putting on your glasses and taking them off. The next time you take off your glasses, can you do like a David Caruso CSI, like hmm. – Looks like that ball just went out of bounds or I whatever never, he would say to start one of those shows. And we play I, the who. Yeah. I never saw CSI, but I did watch, uh, was it Hill street blues that he was on? Was that the, yo, way back when yeah. Wow, old, old school. Wow. Yeah. NYPD blue. He was on NYPD, NYPD blue, blue, but Hill street blues was NY, a great show too. I loved NYPD blue. He was great on that show. It was better. That's with the Jimmy last Smith. thing he was great in. It was better Correct. than Jimmy Smith's. Uh, yeah. Also, Rick Schroeder had a good run. I then had a nice little run in there. That show was f- phenomenal. It was, it was great. It, it was, was great. not quite as good as Homicide Life on the Street, which led to later on, obviously. The Wire, but the yeah. NYPD was great. It would have been incredible because that we didn't have TV shows back then. Could like we today, imagine if NYPD Blue had been on HBO? Or Netflix. Oh, a grittiness. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It would have been yeah. awesome. It was phenomenal. Yeah, great show. I'm glad we are able to reference things from the 80s together. Yep. Who's the actor that played Sipowitz? What's his name? Does anybody know? Dennis Franz. Dennis oh, Franz. Dennis Franz. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Who's still alive? I think. You know, he I mean, also let's not go played, down that road again. He also played. <laughs> I was also hookers on that guy. He he was a uh, baseball coach in a in a TV show that lived like ten minutes. It was yeah, like it was terrible. Bay City something. Yeah. And he was a pitching coach, and well, I, he didn't look like a pitching coach. Yeah. Well, he he taught this one guy how to get some uh, extra like instead because he couldn't you, you can't use illegal substances. He told him to use some ear, like the stuff behind your ear, that that would uh, give him some mm-hmm. lubrication on his finger for throwing his curveballs. So that's something for whatever reason, man. That is uh, in my okay. dying days. I'll remember that. You'll remember that. Nice, Corey, Ira. Corey, just just you don't remember you. Jesse Warren's great catch in Oklahoma no. City yeah. being there, but not you remember Dennis Franz with a not only Vaseline not remember it on its way to a national title. Yes, uh, yes, <laughs> yes. They won it the next night. So, so by the way, Corey, I'll do this just for you, but then I'm going to immediately have to put him back on. Looks like we've got another question here, boy. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> there, there, there. 
<laughs> Afternoon, gents, writes Walter. Looking forward to the Natty in Houston. Just a 10-hour drive down I-10. Mm. Any cool places to plan a massive headliners tailgate? Let's get organized. So listen, I like this question because, you know, time is of the essence here, boys. And I, I know it feels like it's way off in the distance here, but before you know it, camp will be underway mm -hmm. and we're going to be busier than hell. Let's start organizing the big Seminole headlines preseason. Let's all get together and get smashed sort of thing here. I felt Let's like this go. was asked for a postseason, though. Wasn't he talking about? I, 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 I'm skipping Walter's question. He's a wonderful oh, okay. guy. I'm not right. worried about him. I'm talking about Wally the Gator Hater is a wonderful person, but let's get to let's get to this. Let's get to what what are we doing, and are we inviting the people? Are we having two separate parties? Is there a knockdown <laughs> drag out? The three of us just go get loose. Mm. I got an Uber picking us up. Let's have a day. It's been <laughs> so this is this is all before we go to Orange Blossom Trail. This is like yes. the Tallahassee. Yeah festivities mm -hmm. all right man i'm with you uh yeah we need to make it happen i'm all for it it's on Corey. i'm saying it, it's on Corey. right I I, like i'm all you know me buddy i'm all for it i got places we got venues we could give uh Steffi and i where we're gonna have the wedding we could give that a dry run and, and meet I, I like there and have a big party there something like that stephanie listens to the show stephanie by the way thank you for the shirt i know you thought of it and Corey didn't and i wore the shirt on the show this week already nice uh, and yeah I love it. I'm I'm happy to finally have received the shirt six or seven years removed from when it was originally uh, headed my way. And, uh, and I'm just asking her with a special request and she's listening. Let's organize something, Stephanie. Let's get on. What do you think? Like the Saturday before the season starts or sometime in the middle of August, you want to have a little, little get together? A couple weeks out. couple weeks okay. out. Okay. Like middle of August. I'm down for it. The place that we've reserved, it's a good place. If they give us some free, if they not free, if they give us some money, <laughs> Corey's we'll like get a little advertising for it on the show. Right. Yeah. All right. In fact, in fact, any place that wants to give us some free things, we there's a chance we might make it there. Yeah. Uh, can you catch me up on us falling out of the top ten and on threes recruiting rankings? Uh, yeah, I mean they just haven't had a commitment in a while, and uh, a lot of schools have had a big surge. This is the time of year now, like when uh, it used to be the recruiting calendar was so much different, but now with the signing period in December, tons of kids and touch, tons of college coach, college coaches put pressure on kids to commit during the summer before their senior seasons. So, and most notably, obviously Florida, that's the one that's got everybody upset. Florida had, I think they had seven commitments to start this week after their wow. embarrassment with a quarterback who flipped on them. It's been a, an incredible run for them. So yeah, FSU fans are starting to get anxious as the Knowles kind of start plumbing, plummeting in those rankings. But FSU's in good shape with a lot of guys. I think they're going to get some commitments here pretty soon. Also, once Florida goes six and six, all of those commitments will decommit. Mm. Very possible. Yeah. But I will say that better happen. They, they don't need to be getting out recruited by Florida and several other schools that are not in the same position as Florida State currently. So we'll be watching carefully, but I'm not panicking yet. Watch it with those glasses. Let me tell you, I'm I'm looking in on that recruiting, Corey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking I'm looking in on that recruiting. We're gonna we gotta do the right thing here. Is it just me or is FSU having some trouble getting players to commit while on their visits? Writes Jason. They're getting them on campus, and recruits are saying nice things about Florida State when they leave. But it would be great to see some commitments to go along with those photo shoots. Mm. I Another recruiting you question. A, you get a sense of a theme. Yeah, I feel like people are. <laughs> There's a little panic going on about the recruiting. It's what's funny though, is like two weeks ago, or three weeks ago, the narrative was completely different. It's just 
other schools have had this surge and Florida State hasn't had theirs yet. So it needs to, it needs to happen pretty soon because if, yeah, if they go into this season, it, it you know, people are going to be frustrated because they want to see more. This is, should be the fruits of what they did last year. And, and people feel like they haven't seen it. Haven't they had like three or four or five stars on campus in the last few days, right? Yeah. And they will this week and they'll have more this weekend. They've got a huge this weekend. So for people that don't know, this weekend coming up, I think they've got 15 or 16 official visitors coming in. What? Uh, it's really? A, yeah, it's a huge We weekend. should have the Seminole Headlines party this weekend. That would slam dunk it. I mean, <laughs> that would the be recruits. the end of it. If they see how we party. Yeah, they're like, yeah. well, how could I not be here? With these the head, old dudes? The Headlines party up at recess. <laughs> That's right. There you go. We found <laughs> our place. Is that place still? Is that a thing? Oh, yeah. For sure. Heck yeah, it is, man. Where, That's why they're going to build a baseball stadium right in front of it. Where where do the kids go these days? Where where do they hang? College out? Town's a big deal, man. The Strip's a big deal. Potts is still a big deal, but uh, College Town's become a big deal. Well, it's, I get they got College options. They got options now. It's not like the yeah. old days where everybody just had to go to the Strip or Pop. I would have died if College Town existed when I was in school. I wouldn't have made it. I'd have died. Dude, Imagine I told, living right there where you can no, just walk all that people stuff. People that yeah. live right there, you could just walk down there anytime. Yeah. And, oh, no. Oh, that would not have worked for me. I, I told Corey, it was it was after a game last season. Or no, it might have been after the spring game. I can't remember when it was. But I had parked because we did the pregame show at Hotel Indigo. So I parked there. And so after the game, I walked back to my car and I was driving out of College Town to go home. And, man, Besides all the just the debauchery that was going on, like there's this as I started going down that street, there's like a you know college age girl walking by herself, hammered, and I just thought to Not myself, good. as a father yeah. of college age daughters, I was like, man, somebody needs to help. Like, how did her friends let her just walk down the street by herself? And it's just like, yeah, man, like, but I guess there's so many apartments down there now, like it's it is pretty insulated. Like they do have that option, you know, like Tennessee Street. I guess some people might have walked to apartments back then, but not, not but, very often. Not very yeah, often. Yeah, but with College Town, there's so many apartments right there. So I, yeah, man, I guess they just stumble out of their apartment, go down and have fun, and then stumble back. What road is that? Is that St. Augustine? Yeah, St. Augustine is right there, but I think it was the <sighs> one over Madison, maybe. Yeah, Madison. I just love that we've gotten to a point where people walking down, walking across a highway, just assume because they're walking, you'll stop. And you will because you don't want to hit a pedestrian. But it's not a crosswalk. But when they start walking, those yellow lights flash, right? Right, right, right. And they don't wait to see if you stopped. No, they They are in the midst of a conversation with me going 45 miles an hour, not not even thinking to look one way or the other. By law, law, you're supposed to stop. But, yeah, man, I would. would, But it's also not uh, a crosswalk. And they are sometimes, like, leaping in front of you because, hey, I can walk here. I got my little well, yellow sign. They'll stop. And it's like, well, well, I get it. You're supposed to stop, but you still want to make sure that they've stopped. Yeah. If you're the traffic school, traffic school here, if, 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 if it's a place where the light starts flashing, that, that is a crosswalk. Like that's well, sure. But it's button. not like a traditional crosswalk that people my age have grown I think, up with. I think both points are being well-made here, guys. First of all, to, to anybody walking across the street, whether it's flashing neon red yes. or not, look, Make sure the car is stopping. There yes. are plenty of people who text and drive. Yep. And that's your ass. And you can't, you don't have a On chance the windshield. To go, <laughs> you're, you're dead. <laughs> Didn't you're you dead. see the flashing light? Yeah. Yeah. More headliner questions forthcoming. I saved us from going into the abyss with these two going back and forth about. <laughs> so the headlines 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV.
Time to talk Shopify. A couple years ago, I wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you guys. But I had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. So you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I really love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, now to grow your business no matter what stage of the game you're in. Shopify.com slash Warchant. MLB is in full swing, and my bookie is going to be your one-stop shop for all your betting needs. With a wide range of betting options, including money lines, run lines, totals, and futures, my bookie gives you plenty of ways to bet on your favorite teams and players. You can also take advantage of the brand-new MyBookie money bag, gives you a chance to secure a bet on your favorite team or player at insanely boosted odds. Sign up today at MyBookie. Use the promo code WARCHANT to secure a first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. It's simple. Deposit $200 and play with $300 instantly. Just use promo code WARCHANT to claim your bonus. So if you're a baseball fan looking to add even more excitement to the season, look no further than MyBookie. Sign up now. Get ready to experience the thrill of baseball betting like never before. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Who was a two-sports star at FSU that didn't play their second sport? second sport in high school, but didn't pursue it at the college level. There's a lot. Most of the elite players... Uh, I'd say at the skill positions during the dynasty years were elite players in multiple sports. You know, the one that, you know, in the more recent time, Jalen Ramsey was crazy. The Like he didn't even do track really for FSU, but he just went out and finished. What did he finish in the nationals in the like long sixth, time? fifth just, or sixth, something like that. Yeah. He just like rolled out the track at the end of football season. They're like, Hey, you want to do this? And he finished like sixth in the country, fifth or sixth <laughs> in the country. And I remember talking to some of the track coaches, and they were like, oh, yeah, he could be an Olympian if he wanted to focus on doing the long jump. But, you know, obviously he was, he was doing okay with football. There's more money um, in football, I guess, than long jumping. But, uh, but yeah, no, there's 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 a ton, man. Like, I, I'm trying to think of some uh, – I mean, Jacoby McDaniel is a good one. I think, you know, he was drafted. Baseball. Yeah. And baseball coming out of high school was a really good player, but, you know, focused on defensive line I, I Florida think- State. I think most people would be surprised, or maybe not, but I I, I don't know. Um, if, if you're young, maybe you don't realize this, but yeah, if you're an elite athlete, if you're an elite player and you're a five-star recruit and you go to Florida State and you play wide receiver, quarterback, running back, defensive back, you probably started in just about everything that you played in high school, no matter what it was. Yeah. I mean, track and baseball and basketball and hell, whatever you wanted to do, because that level – 
of fast twitch, that level of athleticism uh, translates across the board in high school. Now, again, what you might be go on to become in college is different, but uh, you know, listen, I, there, there are a lot of guys we know that uh, you hear coaches say, Oh yeah, he could have been a starter at, at the college level in, in basketball. He could have been, you know, he could have been a, an all world track guy. Yeah. That that's probably, there's probably like nine guys on the roster currently, right? Yeah. There's more specialization now than there used to be back in the day. Like when we yeah. were kids, like, yeah. you know, those guys played every sport. Now it's a little bit more specialized, but yeah, there's still plenty. Of I them. know a couple of these football kit commits are big time baseball players too. Uh, right. Uh, and I was going to yeah. say Joe Maurer, does he count? He didn't play either at Florida he State. He didn't play either. Feel like he just he took it been to good. the league. And off the radar just a little bit, uh, I'm going to go I'll, – I'll say Luke Laux. He was a pretty high-level quarterback in high well, school and, go. got, and had offers to go play quarterback uh, at other at other places and chose basketball. Well, for that, for that matter, there's a certain punter that we're both friends with, we're all friends with, who was also a quarterback prospect. Yes. Yeah. But he stuck with the same sport at least. He, he, he did, but sport. I mean, he could, yeah, you're right. But he played everything. I know that. Yeah. So yeah, I think there's, there's a lot of guys like that. R.A. writes, gentlemen, thank you for being both the voice of the fans and a source of information. My summer list question is list FSU's top five non-Heisman quarterbacks. Hmm. So you're going to have to say Danny Cannell. You're going to have – what you say, Corey? Christian Ponder. Christian Ponder was great. Cannell. Danny Casey, McManus. Danny McManus is on that list. Casey Weldon. Peter Tom Willis. Yeah, PT was just a year, though. I know. He was awesome in that year, but he was just a year. And I, Casey was a year and a half. So – but Casey finished second in the Heisman. And – uh yeah. Yeah. I, they've had some guys now. I mean, that's uh I think we named them though. I think I and think tra- and I think Jordan Travis is also yeah, so or, or will be. Yeah. With, by the time his career's over, if he's not there already, I I would put Jordan win. Travis on that list for sure. That's I think cool... we named all the right ones. Yeah. I, I think we did as well. That's a, There's that's nobody a, that people are screaming I mean, at home that we haven't the, thought of, right? The combination of Jimmy Jordan and Wally Woodham? No. I was gonna, so that's why I didn't say Jimmy Jordan. I love Jimmy Jordan. I love that guy. I love who he was. I love him as a player. But you're right. The combination, you can't separate them. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of hard. Uh, Art wants to know, and by the way, I love that your name is Art. Because of COVID and NIL retention. <laughs> Here you go, guys. Is this the most experienced and oldest Florida State team ever? It's it could be, be the, right? the most experienced college football team ever. I mean, again, I was doing another. It was, who was it? Oh, Akeem Dent. I mean, yeah. Akeem Dent's played, he started 30-something games in his career. And he's, I don't want to be rude to the kid, but he's kind of an afterthought when you start talking about all the experienced players on this team. And he started 30-something games. Um, it, it, it has to be. It absolutely has to be the oldest, most experienced Florida State football team of all time, right? I, I don't even think there could be a, I I don't think there's a close second if you added up all the starts. By the way, so Art goes on to say in the second part of it, his observation, I have 30 in the two deep that are in their fourth year or more and 40 that are in at least their third year together with elite quarterback and defensive front. That's a recipe for beating a more talented roster that you might face. 
that's the hope, right? I mean, like that's that is the hope. Like that to me, this Florida State football team, there's some star power, but to me, it feels more like if you're gonna win a championship, it's more gonna be more one of those like senior laden basketball teams. Some of your that, parts type thing. That goes yeah. into March Madness and can beat a bunch of one and dones from Duke or wherever. Because I mean, I think look, man, the reality is LSU's probably gonna have a a better better top line talent. Uh, you know, yeah. Clemson may have better top line talent, not across the board, but in certain positions. If you get into the playoff, you start talking about Georgia and some of those teams, yeah, I mean, they're going to have better top line talent. But because you have all of that depth and experience, you know, you'd like to think, and a, and a special quarterback that maybe that puts you over the edge. I think and good good depth and experience, yeah. not elite, not maybe, just, but yeah. good. They're not just dudes. They're they're good yeah. college football players. Yeah. A lot of them. I think. When we start talking about the recipe for a championship, you start with the regular season campaign, the talent, the depth that we've alluded to several times should carry the day. Got to go 11 and one to find yourself, you know, on the verge of making the college football playoff. You'll get a rematch probably with Clemson. So if you want to make the playoff, you got to win that. So that's all doable. That's all possible. Wouldn't shock any of us if that happened. Imagine that. Now we're talking about a 12 and one team going into the college football playoff. To beat an Ohio State or a Georgia, I know they've got new quarterbacks. Seems like they just reload anyhow, or an Alabama or whatever. I think you're going to have to win a game. If you want the impossible dream to come true and that Florida State wins the whole damn thing this year, which, again, I'm not predicting, they're going to have to beat one of those teams 55-52. They're going to have to get into a score fest, and Jordan Travis is just better yeah. than anybody you've got. The yeah, one, it, you know, in, in uh, TCU won a game like that in the playoff last year against Michigan. And right. quite frankly, Georgia kind of did that against Ohio State. Like, right. Ohio State was moving up and down the field Ohio against State them all won game. A game. Yeah. The one nice, the one really nice thing that I think should give FSU fans comfort is because you have that depth and experience, there at most positions, one or two injuries wouldn't derail things. And yeah. there are a lot of teams, like you said, Corey, before that 2013. FSU team, if they had had an injury or two on the offensive line, that season's done. You're rolling Hofield in there. I mean, yeah, they have nobody. Yeah. This this team, there's a lot of positions where you could sustain a little bit of attrition during the season and not be knocked too far back. So that's a that's a that's a great thing going into a season. Kevin writes because he wrote it last week, and I don't think I got to it, so we'll do it again. Here you go, Kevin. What happens first? Miami scores a touchdown in the conference title game. Or the ACC as we know it dissolves. <laughs> uh, I'm going to I'm going to go with the ACC dissolve. Well, I don't know if it dissolves. Can we? Is can Florida we... State out of the conference right. by the time Miami scores a touchdown in a conference championship yes. game? Yes, yes, because they're not going this year. They're not going next year. Miami's in trouble, guys. Yeah, yeah. It I pains mean, you to say that. It just breaks my heart. Yeah, well, they got, I mean, they gave him a ten-year contract, right? <laughs> I mean. So that thing, and it doesn't sound like it's going well. And Buddy, my favorite part about that is they were all, and they've been certain before, but right. they were all so certain this that was once the they got one of theirs, yeah, their guy, once he gets there, you guys look out. He can recruit. He's one of us. He's yep. got the right mentality. He understands our community. <laughs> All right, hey, hey, it's and just one year. Ass, sorry, going nowhere. <laughs> okay, just a year. Can I ask? Uh, and I'm not trying to do too much behind the scenes. Why do you keep taking your glasses off and putting them back on? 
because I can't read the questions without the glasses, but I see well enough to talk to you guys and look around the room and all that without them. Ira, back me up. Is it a distraction that he keeps taking his glasses off? Well, Would you rather just keep you. them on the whole time? It is to you. You're easily distracted. So, so, some, somehow, Corey, I, I'm persevering. I'm, I'm you are. I, you're, you're tougher than I am. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. funny yesterday. Uh, there was a play that was hit to Brady in left field, and he was practicing his swing as the ball was hit, and that's why he missed it. And anyway, I'm talking to his coach afterwards. And he goes, does Brady have some sort of like ADHD? And I'm like, Billy, you met Brady, right? Like <laughs> it's undiagnosed. He's not on medicine, but yeah, dude, of course. And he just started laughing. So he gets it honestly. Brady does. Cause I, I got a little bit it, of that myself. So this here's <laughs> on that note on father's day. I don't know why at some point during the day, Alexa decided it would be great. So we, we were just going to sit, we were, doing something we were doing an activity i can't remember what we were doing but alexa said let's i'm gonna put something on tv so she put on headlines from youtube she pulled up last week's headlines never in my life never in our lives have they ever done that before but here she goes she puts it on on our 75 inch not our 85 inch tv mm, like 75 slumming and uh puts on the tv she's got several headlines in and i'm like what are you doing i kept trying to turn it she leaves it on as we're sitting there my youngest looks at it and goes, how come like you and uh, you and Jeff are like staring right at the camera, but Corey's never looking really at the camera. And I was like, I, yeah, that's, that's kind of Corey. <laughs> that's what I do. I'm fidgety. I look around. I, I rub my arms. I'm a weird guy. Everyone so, somehow, but you've uh, looked at the camera enough to see that Jeff is well, he's hyper-focusing on my glass removal. <laughs> yeah, my glass yeah, they're removal. all over the place. Yeah, he just can't help himself. I'm going to start tossing them in the air while I talk. Please. Yeah. <laughs> doing, and I'll like, just look up in the air in my room. Yeah. If they, <laughs> if be, they show up I'm here. I'm a cat. Uh, over and over. Hey, by the way, so I'm going to do this for you, Corey. We'll see if we can get through it. I'm going to try to ask this question without putting my glasses back on okay. to save you the aggravation before break. Well, Here no, I like talking to you with glasses on. I just want you to keep them on after you've read the question. Well, I, I can't do it. All, All right, right, here you go. I do, Tony writes, I don't want to rush to compare our 2024 recruiting outlook against the rivals one productive weekend. Obviously, he's referring to Florida. But – Shouldn't we be hearing some positive recruiting news right about now? We just had OVs, but it seems like momentum has completely stalled since Landon's commitment. Yeah, Landon Thomas, five-star tight end. That's what I was saying. Like a few weeks ago, people were on top of the world about FSU recruiting. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's, you know, again, they've got 60, 15 visitors coming this weekend. They've got another visit, big weekend, the 23rd. Um, uh, or excuse me, I, yeah, I guess this weekend is the big visit weekend. And uh, I mean, I think you'll see some commitments. I think uh, Charles Lester, the five-star cornerback FSU feels really good about is uh, uh, he's going to be announcing his, his decision in the next few weeks. So again, just a little patience, a little patience. Mm. I know it's been a rough, rough couple of days for FSU fans on the recruiting front. To the coaching staff, listening to the great Seminole headlines, the people have spoken. Yeah. They're tired of this. Get somebody to Let's commit get to stop BS and let's get some some yeses. I'm in. Let's get some verbals. No more just hanging out in Tallahassee enjoying yourself. We got to have some yeses before you get in that car to move it on down the road. Or it's June. Questions. We got it's. We got to have something to talk about. It's June. Yeah, let's Come go, on, man. We're almost out of June, Corey. It's almost July, buddy. Football season's upon us. It's seventy five days away. 
It is 66 days away from the start of college football, and camp will be here before you know it, pal. We're basically starting camp We're next here. week. We're Let's here. Go. It's happening. It's, yeah. that, yep. it's that quick. Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. MLB is in full swing, and my bookie is going to be your one-stop shop for all your betting needs. With a wide range of betting options, including money lines, run lines, totals, and futures, my bookie gives you plenty of ways to bet on your favorite teams and players. You can also take advantage of the brand new my bookie money bag, which gives you a chance to secure a bet on your favorite team or player at insanely boosted odds. Sign up today at my bookie. Use the promo code WARCHANT to secure a first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. It's simple. Deposit $200 and play with $300 instantly. Just use promo code WARCHANT to claim your bonus. So if you're a baseball fan looking to add even more excitement to the season, look no further than my bookie. Sign up now. Get ready to experience the thrill of baseball betting like never before. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Not a recruiting question. There you go. Sweet. Let's go. Gentlemen, thank you for helping us get through summer as football gets closer. If you could build a 14-team conference, what teams would you pick to join with FSU? Any 14. So 14, FSU's one. So 13 teams, gentlemen. Who do you want in the conference? Any teams? Like, we don't, we're not caring about geography? We don't – well – I mean, he, that's what he yes. didn't say. Yeah, we do. Who said that? We do care about jogging. Right. No, but lot. he's any team. So, listen, yeah. I think I think we got to define our terms here. Are, is this a conference that we're trying to make viable for a television network so that we can make a ton of money? Is this a conference that we're trying to put together that you know is in the footprint uh, of a hotbed of college football, meaning the South? Is this a dream scenario where we pick 13 teams we just really like? I, yeah, I think we're. I think we're. I think we're. Corey's leaning is 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 geographically makes sense. The best yeah. thirteen other teams you can put, would put Florida State. We have obviously to be, the three get, of us are the commissioners of this conference. Okay, we're bringing we're bringing Florida and Miami, right? No, we're not Florida. bringing Florida and Miami. We'll bring Miami. I bring Florida. I don't. We don't need Miami. All right. 
I, I concur with Corey. Miami doesn't bring anything to the table. Nope. Um, I right. would like to see that rivalry continue, but alas, things change. You know what? Army-Navy right. was a great rivalry. and it's I mean, I guess it still is the pageantry, right. but they used to say, play for championships. Well, you don't want to go that route. Pick some other rivalry. So, my Florida, I don't know why Army-Navy came to mind. How so about Harvard-Yale? You're bringing Florida? You're bringing Georgia? Yes. Are you bringing Clemson? Yes. Yes. Alabama and Auburn? Yeah. Yes. Do we want both of them? Yep. LSU. I, I also want LSU. I also want Texas and Oklahoma. LSU, yep. Texas, and Oklahoma. Were you, are you good with Texas and Oklahoma, Corey? Yep. I'm good with those. Yep. What about Tennessee? Do we want the Vols? No. No. We I don't, don't think we need them. No, we don't. We don't need Tennessee. Great fan base. Don't care about them. Um, and then let's finish it up with. I would uh, say five more spots. We got five Pitt more Boston, spots. Pitt, Boston College, Syracuse. Hell no. Hell no. Okay, five more Sorry, spots. Swafford. Sorry, Swafford. Sorry, Swafford. Yeah, five, five more. Five more spots. We'll have another division. Michigan, Ohio, Ohio State, State. Penn State. Penn, Penn State. State. Now we need two more, two boys. More. Um, we don't want that Northeast Corridor where you get Boston. You get that yeah. Boston TV market. You get that Pittsburgh TV. The New York TV market that loves college football so much. I would say Michigan State. Uh, no, screw them. no, get no. them out of here. Iowa, no. Nebraska, Notre Dame, Ooh. Notre Dame. How about Notre Dame and Nebraska? Nebraska's earned it, and I don't need USC. <laughs> they can stay on the West. Yeah, Coast. no, we're not going West Coast. Yeah. Okay, Notre Dame and Nebraska. Either Nebraska or Iowa. Either one. I oh, we don't Nebraska. want Iowa. We I don't, don't want anywhere Iowa. near Iowa. Better Iowa. fans, better stadium, better program. Yep. Who would know? Who? Nebraska? Iowa has been for 15 years. Nobody oh, well, cares. yeah, but over the, the last 15 years, Iowa is a much cares. better program than Nebraska. But nobody, nobody cares. cares about it, nobody really. Cares. I mean, nobody they're just Nebraska. they're buying time until wrestling starts. We don't nobody need that in our conference. Nobody cares about Nebraska. Uh, I was Everybody with... cares about Nebraska. No. <laughs> 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 I'll raise I you and I grasp you. are ridiculous. You're having a glasses off right here. This is like a woo-off. <laughs> a Ric Flair woo off. <laughs> I think Notre Dame and one other team. We're going to debate this. Like, yeah, but those, that's an incredible conference. We don't need anything else. We're we're rivaling we're the good. NFL with that conference. Yeah, we left the West Coast completely out of it. If we didn't, I would have taken them. USC, Oregon, Washington, and maybe Utah. But hey, they're not. They, they're not. We don't need yeah. them. If they want to switch to our time zone, we'll consider it. <laughs> Smart. Yep. Yeah, that's, 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 what I fair, that's fair enough. <laughs> And what if season, a.k.a. the offseason, what if Johnny is what Johnny was and Coleman becomes the number one? Oh, I mean, what? That's That would be crazy. So Keon, he's saying that Coleman is better. Yeah, I mean, look, man, Keon there's a chance. Be- yeah, he could. I mean, you've got you've got probably the best one two ones. receiver. Yeah, you got two ones. Keon I'm thinking Coleman's of awesome. like, I mean, I guess you were saying Johnny for the whole season. I'm thinking of Johnny in the Oklahoma game. You know, and it, yeah, or late in the Florida game. I mean, it's like I'm expecting him to be that guy now. Maybe that's not fair. Maybe nobody else is. But if he's that guy and Keon Coleman's better than that, I mean, good grief. He might be. It's going to be yeah. cool. I mean, that yeah. Keon Coleman can ball now. This is going to be fun. Like, they, it's a really cool debate and problem to have. It reminds me of what we're doing with the offensive line. You're like, well, I like this guy at guard or center. Well, great. I like this guy at guard or center. Yeah. It's good to have options, but you got. I mean, the fact that the, you can line those guys up on opposite ends and then you have the tight ends that Florida State has, and then, yeah. you know, a guy like All Day Dre or somebody else in the slot, holy moly. 
Yeah, man, it's uh, Jordan Travis should have a he should be smiling every day he wakes up. I agree with that. FSU has hosted approximately 632,000 recruits over the last two weeks. Here we go, guys. Here we guys. go. Come on, man. Blankson has a live show, everyone. <laughs> Blankson has a live show. You can ask him all these questions, I promise. It's, all, it's just fresh because it was on Monday when we put out the prompt for the show was when Florida's getting their sixth and seventh commitments in right. 24 hours. So it's I'm just, gonna... it'll, it'll even out. It's recruiting. It'll right. even out. I get right. it, but I get well, it. You're, wait, it. You're getting antsy. It may or may not even out. We're watching closely. It needs to start evening out. Right. I, I'm moving on from Twitter because the next four questions are about why they can't recruit. Yeah. Yep. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. Shane, Come on, Twitter. Right, how concerned should we be about the defense? They weren't good against offenses with a pulse last year. And he goes on to say, loves the show. Been listening for a decade plus. Very grateful for everything we do. Are we worried about the defense? I'm Again, the, I think we're just going to reiterate something we've said. I'm at the point now with this debate about the defense is I was last year this time, the conversation about Jordan Travis. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't, this isn't the same, this isn't the same defense as it was a year ago. They didn't have, they had personnel issues. Like that yeah. wasn't just scheme or execution. They had a banged up defensive line. You never had Fabian Lovett. You had Fabian Lovett for like one game. I mean, he played some yeah. other games, but he wasn't the same Fabian Lovett. And he did Jer- not play the Oklahoma game. Yeah, and then you had other – Robert Cooper, whose arm was in a sling yeah. for half the year, didn't practice. I the agree. linebackers didn't I practice agree. half the year. Here's so the that's deal. why – it's just it's hard easy. to – Yeah, don't, but here's the easy thing. Like, I think that's a very valid point, and I agree with that point. I also think it's fair to say you better perform this year. Right. So there we are. That's all, that's where we're at. Let's see if they do. If they don't, we'll, we'll start yeah. talking yeah. about it. Um, Dustin, who met you, Ira – Yes, um, Kansas. He followed Kansas. up. Jeff, you asked for it, so here it is. Probably a Seymour. Born and raised in the small town of Caney, Kansas. Caney. 20 minutes southwest of Independence Community College and 20 mm. minutes west of Coffeyville Community College. Right. When I was five, my uncle, who was with me and met Ira in OKC, was a grad assistant wide receiver coach at FSU from 90 to 92. We watched him and I, uh, we wanted to watch him and I've been a diehard Noel ever since being in Kansas. I'm also a Jayhawk, but only during basketball season. Ira, sorry to hear you experienced what OU fans can be like. They're absolutely the worst. Oh, Dustin. (laughs) Well, that's cool to hear a story because I didn't, we only talked briefly. I didn't get the whole backstory of how they became FSU fans out in Kansas. Um, But that's, uh, that's cool, man. That's again, man, like the, one of the neatest things about doing this job is that you see how many FSU fans there are around the country Oh, who yeah. never went to FSU, don't have yeah. family that went to FSU, but just love Florida State. And it's cool when they actually get to go to an FSU event. It's awesome. I, I Again, it's true. If you're over the age of 35, you feel a certain way about FSU because they yeah. mattered in your lifetime in a significant way. And as we've noted before on the show, right when college football was taken off, right yeah. when the televised product was becoming – what we know today. Yeah. I know we don't we don't like them anymore or talk about them a lot, but Dion was huge just for the blossoming what what D, what Florida State became, the iconic brand. Sure. A lot of it had to do with number two, yeah. uh, starting out right at that dynasty. Marlon writes, Happy Father's Day, Ira, Corey, Jeff, and Jeff's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? That's Marlon. Nice. Yeah, Marlon. See, you should have gone to Facebook way that's, before. We're not getting recruiting questions. <laughs> Quickly, what's going on with elite defensive end pass rushers and recruiting? <laughs> uh, 
Come on. Marlin, I you're... knew you were going to say something, and I couldn't wait to read the second uh, part of the question. glasses off. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy writes, Happy Father's Day. Michael says, I'm on vacation, so I'm curious. Where is your favorite beach destination? Doesn't matter if it's in Florida or not. By the way, I ain't going to lie. All the War Chant audio content have really come in handy in these long, boring drives. Well, thanks, mm-hmm. Michael. We're there for you. Um, I've mentioned before, uh, I like the Palm Coast, uh, Cinnamon Beach area, anywhere near St. Augustine, Jacksonville Beach, all those areas I like quite a bit. You saw what's some hookup in the, Cinnamon what's Beach? the one in LA where they all work out? Is that oh, Venice? Venice, Venice Beach? That's my favorite now. That's your favorite place. Yeah. Corey, if you were to walk out there on the famed <laughs> Muscle Beach, you would they would laugh at you. Imagine this 160 pounds, <laughs> ghost white. Those They'd be like, dude, what is this guy doing? Is this his last day on earth? Those guys are 260 of pure yeah, muscle. Yeah, hey, man, you need a help? You need a spot? <laughs> the uh, I saw some recently where Schwarzenegger, I think, he sa- I think he says he still works out out there or something crazy. But, um, yeah, you know, man, I'm still partial to Miami beaches because that's where I grew up. Uh, although they're all, they're not anywhere near as good as a yeah, lot of the Yeah, they're overrun now, too. Yeah. yeah, it's like all the places we grew up, Ira, they're – yeah. Too many condos, too many people. There's nothing. What was the beach, Ira, that you came over? Uh, Rosa Maria or something like that? Yeah. Where is yeah, that? Yeah. It's, is that it's a San... beach? You came over and uh, hung out a couple years ago. Yeah, I think it's Santa Rosa. Is that what Santa it is? Santa Rosa, maybe. Yeah. I love that. It's where we yeah, saw, you, well, you yeah. weren't there, but that night the uh, the naked dude strolled by us, yeah. and uh, I had to call 911. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. I mean, the audio's is out there somewhere, everyone. We go to, Kevin, the kids and I, we go to the St. George a good bit. Um, we go to the State Park side. Um and, uh, you know, we like that. Josh writes, does it even matter if the defense is good for 90% of FSU's games this year? No, it does not, Josh. Correct. It needs some. And what is good? Top 20? Because I think it'll be a top 20 defense. It might not make everybody happy because it was basically a top 20 defense last year. Last thing about recruiting here, guys. Oh. So so here's what I was just going to say. Hey, Corey. Floor, floor. <laughs> Throw them so if Florida hadn't had this run over the last 24, 36 hours, like there would be no freaking out. So they had that run and that's cool for them. But again, as Jeff said earlier, they're going to lose a lot of football games this year. Their yeah, over under yeah. total is five and a half. Yeah. Those kids are not all going to stick. By so the way, I'm taking Florida on the over to win six though. I like, them are you really? Top. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Not a lot over though. Not a lot over, but I think yeah. they'll win six minimum. You fired so up. Their over under is five moves? and a half. Oh, wow. I, didn't, I don't think I knew that. Wow. Tough times. And then their schedule next year, 2024, is nuts. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, Sean says, uh, just wanted your thoughts on the new pitching coach. I love that hire. Yeah. I mean, Mike Posey's everybody Mike I talk to yeah. likes him a lot. Yeah. Everybody everybody seems to like him a lot. I, I've known him, talked to him a few times through the years. His dad, Mike Posey, was a coach, at, a long-time coach. He's a long-time coach at NFC. His um, brother's Buster. I uh, don't think that's the same okay. Posey family. No, not the same Posey. Oh, my bad. Um, but no, I mean, he's done really well, and he's done well. He's at three colleges now. He's at Dallas Baptist right now. They had, he was the assistant coach of the year in Conference USA. Um, it would Link, explain, Link, by the way, Link to some him. degree. It would explain to some degree that how it's even possible that you're routinely flipping around looking at scores. And you're like, why is Dallas Baptist ranked seventh in the country yeah. every year? It's crazy. Yeah. So there yeah. you go. They've had it rolling. So they love Florida State's lost two assistants, right? To Mm-hmm. Well, everybody wanted to get a part of this great Florida State what, team. What, I mean, the shine from Notre Dame is so uh, unbelievable <laughs> that you could go through the worst season in school history at Florida State and still get a head coaching job somewhere. Robert writes, have you guys been watching the College World Series? It is amazing how bad our pitching staff was compared to LSU, Wake Forest, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's, 
It's crazy just how hard everybody throws. Tennessee's got a, du- a dude out there throwing 101. I mean, what are we doing? Hey, by the way, a little uh, uh, baseball coaching Clark story real quick. Brady finally had a good tournament this past weekend. Nice. I sent him to, uh, as soon as I bring it up, Bray, uh, Ira looks down. I get it. I'm listening. I, I'm I went up. to the cage yesterday after his tournament. His tournament, his the, the game they lost was 8 a.m. on Monday morning, which across the state, which was unbelievable. Anyway, I put I put him to the pitch. I got a pitching machine. I've never done this before. It was from 40 feet away. And I wasn't doing the math in my head, but it was 60 miles an hour. And they're coming pretty fast. And he's making contact. He's not crushing the ball all the time, but he's making contact. And then I was like, I wonder how fast this equates to. And it was 90 miles an hour. Hmm. from Because 60, 60 miles an hour from 40 feet is the mm-hmm. same reaction time as 90 miles an hour from 60 feet. So I was like, man, this must be what all these kids that we watch on TV in Omaha, they must be st- start doing this when they're 12. Because how else does the guy that throws 101 not strike everybody out? Oh, yeah. No. So, you know I mean, how are they even making contact with it? Yeah. If it's straight, they can make contact yeah. with it at 104. It's insane. It is. It's quick. We have some that I want to carry over to next week, boys, that I didn't get to on Facebook. A couple of funny observations, nothing crazy, but that's it, man. We're done. We've, we did we, it again. We've done, we've flown through this thing again. Another. Corey, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to ignore the question, the topic about Brady. It was, uh, I was, I wanted to double check the win total for Florida. That is five and a half. I didn't want to put out bad information. It is. Oh, yeah, I know you don't want to do that. We don't do that here. It is indeed five and a half. That's crazy, man. Next year it's going to be three and a half. And again, for everybody out there, I'm taking the over on that. You guys get your bets in. Also, happy birthday to uh, Brady Clark. He turns 15 today. Happy birthday, birthday, Brady. Brady. Happy birthday, buddy. We should should sing to him. We don't have time. Uh, Good job, (laughs) Ira. Corey, thanks to Tom. Be good, everybody. Until next time. Peace.